Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tip the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast, where wrestling meets reality. This episode is going to be my review of the WWE Fastlane pay-per-view. The Red WrestleMania feels like it started here, and the Rumble's in the hindsight kind of thing, because the way WWE has done some of the bookings since the Rumble, you forget about the Rumble itself. But this pay-per-view was a very good pay-per-view from start to finish. While I missed the pre-kickoff show in the first match, uh, in the second match, I came in just in time. I missed, uh, I'll say I missed a third of the pay-per-view, honestly, looking at the matches real quick. But, kickoff show had the New Day's Big E and Xavier Woods defeat Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. And the only kickoff match, I'm assuming, not sure. But, um, that match happened, didn't see it. The Usos defeated, this is the main card now, and the Usos versus The Miz and Shane McMahon for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. And this match was said to be pretty good. The Usos retained, and then Shane McMahon turned here on The Miz. It's going to be interesting to see whether Miz and McMahon go forward, because like everybody has said, I've seen people review the show, everyone agrees it's very intriguing and interesting and odd to see The Miz play a face full fleshed face now. And Shane, he's been a heel in the past, but The Miz is the face of a heel, meaning he looks like a heel, and he's never really came off as a face. When he tried to be a face in 2013, it fought very badly. But I feel The Miz is comfortable where he's at now, and I feel like the, his face turn in 2013 was kind of forced. It felt he didn't really enjoy it and didn't go nowhere fast. But I feel with this one, he feels more into it. He feels it feels genuine, like he's excited to be a face. So I'm very excited to see where this feud goes. And I'm curious to see where do the Usos go from here. So I'm very, very curious. Next match is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's Oscar the Champion versus Mandy Rose. I didn't see this match either because I was at church and um, I got home a little late. And Oscar defeated Mandy Rose. I heard that there was a nasty botch in this match, like a painfully awkward botch. I can't remember what happened, but that's all I remember about this match. They said this match was okay. So Oscar retains. We'll see where she goes at Mania. Then you had the Bar versus Kofi Kingston in a two-on-one handicap match. This is Mr. McMahon stacking the deck against Kofi Kingston. Um, for his championship match against Daniel Bryan and Mania, I'm assuming it's going to be him working his way up. And the Bar beat Kofi Kingston in, in a handicap match. So I don't know what is going to happen with Kofi over the next few weeks till Mania. And I'm assuming the balls will be awarded with a tag team title match at Mania or involved in the tag team title scene at Mania whatever capacity. I'm hoping they do like a multi-man match or even a ladder match. Maybe the ball versus the Usos versus Ricochet and Black versus the Hardys and uh, maybe the Good Brothers. 
But based on this match, um, they're going to stack the deck against Kofi Kingston and make him scratch and claw to all the way to Mania, where he will probably win the WWE Championship, which is awesome. I can't wait for that moment. But here, the ball will be Kofi Kingston. Not really much came out of it, except that that I'm assuming the ball is going to be rewarded for this, and Kofi Kingston is going to be having the deck stacked against him. Alright. This is why I came back. Well, I came to see the show. You had the Raw Tag Team Championship triple threat match. This is a very good match. You have the champions, the revival, versus Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Like I said this is a good match. And uh, I think I went out of the room for the finish, but I think the revival did retain, but they I think they rolled up um Chad Gable, I think. And then after the match, um Ricochet Ricochet and Black stood tall amongst the teams. So, I'm not sure where they're going to go with them, honestly. But I feel like they're going to be on the SmackDown tag team scene. I don't know. But I think Raw needs them more than SmackDown, honestly. Because Raw's tag team division is not going good. SmackDown's got a pretty, pretty good tag team division going on. So, I think Ricochet and Alpha Black win them on, on SmackDown. For this, this is the feeling I have. Even though Raw needs them, it feels like they're gravitating to SmackDown. So, we'll see. It's, it's, it's interesting. Now, the next match was for the United States Championship. It's champion Samoa Joe versus R-Truth versus Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Um, this match was a very, very good match. All four guys were spectacular. R-Truth has proved to be why he's still, he's still got it, basically. He hung in with the best of them. And Samoa Joe ended up t- winning by tapping out or putting Rey Mysterio to sleep. I see the four of these men going into WrestleMania. With in this title picture, maybe they have a few more added to it. Honestly, I would like to see a six-man match with this. Have these four people, and I would add Luke Harper to the mix, and maybe Bray Wyatt just to make it interesting. Especially Luke Harper, because Luke Harper will be able to make uh, incredible matches with these four guys. Because Luke Harper is one of the best. I still, I believe, on the roster, he can go with anybody. And I see him versus Mojo or. Rey Mysterio or Andrade is five matches. And our truth, he's proven he can hang, so I'm proud of him too. So this match is a very, very good match. I really enjoy this match completely. The next match, sorry about that. Is the Boston Hug Connection versus Nia Jackson Tamina for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. This was a match I didn't no one cared about. At all, and this is a pretty good match. Nia had had some considerably noticeable botches, where I think she was trying to go for a Samoan drop, and Sasha trying to do a suplex or turning to a suplex or in midair or something. I forgot. It looked very nasty. There were some few noticeable botches um, by Nia, but it was an average match, and the Boston Connection retained by pinning. I think they pinned Tamina. After the match, um, Nia and Tamina just kind of lost it and beat them up. And they ended up beating up guest commentator Beth Phoenix. Nia hit her leg drop on Beth. Out comes Natalia to make the save, gets super kicked and squashed. So this is going to be a match of Mania. It's going to be Tamina and Jax versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia. So that's going to be a little cool side feud. So it's good to see Beth Phoenix back into the into the action, to the mix of things. So that was cool to see. I enjoyed the angle afterwards more than the match itself. So I'm cool. it's cool to see where that's going to be going. 
uh, Derby Championship was defended next with Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens versus Mustafa Ali. It was announced, I'm assuming, before the match. I didn't know when I was talking to you, had no clue about this match. But Mustafa Ali was added last minute. And this is going to probably tie into Kobe Kingston's involvement because he um, got taken out of the match and Mustafa Ali was added. I guess because it was his spot, he deserved it, whatever. That's, that's what's going to play into it. But this match is insanely good. All three guys just killed it. Daniel played the awesome heel. Kevin Owens and Mustafa Ali played the defiant baby faces who just wanted to win. And each one felt like they needed to be there. Mustafa Ali has come such a long way in such a short time from being 205 Live about six months ago to now he's in the main event scene of SmackDown. That's very awesome to see. And um, this is awesome. And the finish came, a very, very good finish at that is, too. The stuff I leave went for, I think he went for, like, a drop kick on Pacquiao or something off the top rope, and Brian caught him with a running knee in midair. It was insane. I suggest you go back and look at that. And Brian pinned him off of that. So I said when the match starts, I said, Mr. was taking the pin. I hate it. And that's what happened. Now, for Mania, I see this becoming a four-way. See, it's going to be, or maybe more, I don't know. But it's going to be Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens versus Mustafa Ali with Kofi Kingston. So, Kofi Kingston will be the fourth guy. And I feel he's going to be the, Bryan will take the pin in this match to make it more epic. Kofi is going to be champion after Mania, I hope. But based on this match, all three of these guys are going to be involved in Mania. And this match was incredible, so Mania is going to be just as, just as incredible, if not even better. But this match was very good, and Daniel Bryan retains. So, here we go. Um, next, you had Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. In a pretty good match. You've seen these two women fight time and time again. So, it's just your basic match with them, basically. But Becky was um, playing the off injury. She was she still had for some reason um, for weeks now. And Charlotte was being a great heel. She's such a good heel. And just mocking her the whole match. The finish came and Ronda Rousey came down and just basically just smacked Becky Lynch in the face, punched her, and, and walked out, walked away, which ensured that Becky now is involved in the triple threat match at WrestleMania. After this, they had a segment. Elias also appeared like four times in the show, basically being like the concession stand guy, uh, like, like a little, like a break. And the last one before the main event, he came out and was singing to the crowd, and out came, um, and you ordered an RKO to out of nowhere. And then beautiful Camelot, by the way. As soon as he got RKO, AJ Styles came out literally out of the sky and hit him with a phenomenal forearm and stood tall. So you have AJ and Randy at WrestleMania as well. But this was a good way to kind of kick off their feud as well. Very good camera work in this angle. Now, the main event was The Shield versus Mac Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Baron Corbin. And honestly, this was the match I did not care about. And I like can flag for that. But the Shield have reunited like five or six times in the last two years. And to me, that's overkill. Because this, we, <clears throat> they reunited the Shield every time ratings get low. And the first two times, yes, it was cool to see. But based off the last, I'd say, three or four months, this was not, I didn't believe it. I didn't care about it. Because you had Dinamos turn heel in like October. And he was a face again about by the end of February. It was a short heel turn. You had him essentially blame Roman for his own cancer and all that stuff. Good heel work, but it didn't fall through. It fell through, I mean. 
And now they're teaming up buddy buddies again. They shared right off in the sunset one last time and all that. The match was good, very good match. Um, typical Shield stuff. It it did uh, give me it remin made me reminisce of the old Shield when they debuted. They were flying everywhere, doing all impactful moves and stuff. So we had an old school Shield vibe. The match itself was terrific, but just the match itself, like those involved, I did not care about the feud. But the match itself was incredible, and the finish came when they did a triple Shield powerbomb on Baron Corbin for the win. And stood tall with the shield um, fist bump. So that's the end of the pay-per-view. The whole pay-per-view itself was very good. I think overall Derby proved to have a solid pay-per-view again. And it was just great to see. So this is my review kind of sorts of Derby Fastlane. I'll be doing some more fancy booking predictions in the next weeks to come to WrestleMania. For things I want to see. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening to the Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast. And I hope you have an awesome day.